0: hi there before we get into this week's podcast just like to throw out a quick trigger warning this week we are talking about some very heavy topics if you don't wish to listen to or watch a video about us talking about murders cults stuff like that then please feel free to not watch this video we've got plenty of other videos for you to tune into hope to see you next time and welcome ladies and gentlemen to another episode of cats with tin hats the only podcast that's actually worth listening to in these trying times. Uh, this is Oliver. my And Tucker. Today we're continuing on with our conversation about the Manson family. And this week we're actually talking about the deaths that were caused by the Manson family. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, Tucker, if you want to take this away.
1: Okay, so we'll start off with for the uh, tate lobby Anka murders. So the house that uh, Sharon Tate and... Roman Polanski were staying in was actually Terry Melcher's home, so that's how he knew that yep. they were there. Um, the, the The story goes, or or at least this version of the story. There's a bunch of the, of versions that have happened over the years, as that happens with a big story. But it goes that Terry Melcher actually refused to make a record for Manson, so they never got into a deal, and Manson knew that. Uh, Manson hated the fact that he never gave him a record deal. That was his one dream was to become a musician. So apparently Manson knew that Melcher didn't live there anymore though because he came and actually Jay Sebring uh, opened up the door and kind of said, hey, what's going on kind of thing and ended up uh, that he knew that Sharon Tate was living there now and Roman Polanski, I guess. But I think the story goes is that he had a little bit of uh, a little bit. He had a lot of resentment towards Terry Melcher for not giving him the record deal. But uh, there's always differing stories on that. Uh, Roman Polanski, during the time of the murders, was actually out. He was filming *Day of the Dolphin* in London.
0: Um, so, did that movie ever come out? I don't know for sure. I don't know. That'd so be an interesting one to see if it did actually get completed. Mm-hmm. 1973, it did get finished. By. The director should be up here. Mike Nichols.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Another extremely big director. Mm-hmm. Director of The Graduate, Closer, who's afraid of the junior wolf and working girl. Sorry to cut you off there. No, no,
1: no, it's all good. I'm actually genuinely interested in that too. But, uh,. So, the night of the murders, it's August 8th, I, th- I believe, 1969, mm. is when this murder takes place. Uh, there are uh, a couple people that I'm going to name, but let's start out with the first person who was unfortunately at the wrong place at the wrong time. His name was Steve Parent. Um, this guy, who I, I believe he was younger than us, I think he was yeah. 18 or 19 at the I time. the
0: documentary was saying yeah
1: so he was young and he was trying to earn money to save up for college and he was trying to sell his clock radio to his friend william garrettson and garrettson he was the ter- uh the caretaker excuse me of um of the house that they were staying and he stayed at the guest house and um while he was there trying to sell his clock radio tex watson cut the phone lines and hid the car out of sight. He climbed up the telephone pole that's outside now. The the house is torn down, but the telephone pole that he climbed still stands to this day. I believe that was in the documentary. Yeah. yeah. Um So the the weird part about this story is is that Tex Watson was the only one who knew what was happening until they got there. Oh really? Yeah, he was the only one who knew. Charlie told him yeah. and then I believe they got told on the car ride there.
0: So so who because there's a famous quote, "Make it witchy." Who told who? Manson told what? Uh, told, uh, I believe
1: that went. Let me research, let me check that real quick. I have it somewhere in here. It said to I believe that might have been to
2: make like, the crime scene witchy. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because I mean, we're gonna get we're we're gonna get into this. This whole this or I I I think. Uh, he had, we had said this before.
0: I think while you're looking for that, I'll just do a quick recap of last week's oh. podcast where uh, Manson basically set up these killings to... So Last week we talked about how um, Manson planned these murders to initiate a race war, essentially. He wanted to start a war between the African Americans and the white people in the U.S. because he felt that's the way that the United States was eventually going and he wanted to bring forth the end of times. Because he thought he was Jesus. Yeah. Because he's psycho.
1: And then his belief was is that he was going to rise up to be a, a leader in the new world after listening to the White Album by the Beatles. And that would be entitled Helter Skelter from the famous song by Paul McCartney. Which actually, I did research on the song. Yeah. A lot of people cite that as the song that created what we know as like heavy rock now like hard really? rock just because of the yeah. the sound the 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 screaming gr- the grunginess of it they cite that as one of the songs that was really groundbreaking in the in the music scene to create like a harder rock sound i guess cool. i was really interested to find that out and you know a lot of the stuff that was coming out during then they were all like playing around with stuff i know there was i think it was the kinks who they like found a way where you could you know bust up a speaker enough where i'd start like doing the whole grungy like grainy thing and that was a big thing that a lot of people were testing out double looping all that stuff i mean you get some weird stuff on this beatles album like you get you know revolution number nine but a lot of the core songs were rocky raccoon helter skelter stuff like that where he thought that he was getting um told from a higher higher power that he should be inciting this this race war and that's where these murders kind of stem from super weird but um he told um susan atkins to make it witchy oh okay yeah. Make the make the crime scene witchy, which it's so weird. Like looking into some of these uh, some of these um, interviews that he does. It's like he, he for one second he'll tell you straight to your face, I did nothing. I didn't kill those people. I shouldn't be in jail. And then he'll turn around and say that he told these people to go like told all these people to go do it, yeah. and and I was the leader of it. And he's taking like all this. Like, I was the leader. I told them to do all this shit. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you shouldn't
0: be proud of that. You know what I mean? But... I mean, he even failed at killing your guy himself, so he can't really have a leg to stand on.
1: Like, just thinking about it, it's... Uh, I was telling Wyatt earlier today. I find it so crazy that one person can have, like, a, a group of people oh. believe them. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, they're sing- the best person out there. I mean, Hitler... Yeah trump it's insane and i said to wyatt i'm like these guys the 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 acting that they do i mean like holy shit like they're they might be they're pretty like solid in like making you believe lies and shit i was like
0: it's kind of eerie man yeah like have you seen the netflix documentary i think it's five came home it's about the filmmakers that went off during world war ii to make a propaganda footage for the US soldiers oh. really yeah they said the hardest thing to do was to uh, downgrade Hitler essentially because he was so powerful and how he talked he was so vivid and everything and he was saying it's just so captivating how he got all his attention however if you just turn the lens a little bit you could probably do the same thing with manson you could do the same with any like major politician turn the lens a little bit and all their outrage, all their yelling, all their screaming, is a comedy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's how they changed Hitler to go. Yeah, we can beat this. Is they made him a laughing stock in how he was talking? Wow, I never knew that. I gotta watch that documentary. It's good. It's really good. It's also very depressing seeing how the filmmaker's career changed after World War Two. Yeah, it's like night and day. I've been.
1: I have been going through Netflix just hitting the list button add to list add to list add to list I got a, like a boatload of stuff to to look through but and on with the uh, on uh, on with the murder after he cut the phone lines text watson he then went on to explain what the plan was he told the four of them that they were going to hop the fence and kill every single person inside that yeah. was the game plan for this watson tells them the plan and their plan is to kill every single person that is inside the home. Uh Steve is on his way out, actually, he's headed to the gate in his car. Yeah. Watson spots him. Watson pulls out his gun and he shoots him four times as Steve he was heading out to the gate, he was buzzing, and um he was eighteen years old and nobody inside the house heard the gunshots.
2: Which was fucked. Yeah. And how don't you hear that? From what, maybe 30 feet away from your house, maybe. Like, not that far.
1: So, the weird thing about this is, you can actually go, if you guys are are interested in seeing this, the house was torn down um, a couple decades ago in the 90s. But the last person in there was Trent Reznor and the Nine Inch Nails. They recorded their album in there. They were the last tenants to be in there. They rented it out. Trent Reznor yanked the door off that was written the blood of of, like pig was written in blood he ripped the door off he still has it but on YouTube you can see the video of him going through the house and nothing has changed it's literally the same Same. house it's it's some of the most eerie footage I've ever seen I mean it's actually it makes you like I I have goosebumps talking about it right now because you're walking in a place of like you're walking in history and you can find that anywhere but this is such a, a dark history and and a, a horrible history that yeah. it, it it makes my the, the hair on my neck stand. Yeah. Especially
0: with so much evidence of how the murders played out and so descriptive, you can probably look and say, "Oh, that was there. That was there. Yeah. That was right there."
1: It, it must just be wild, and in, in all the respect to the families of these people mm. who, who unfortunately had their lives taken from them. Uh, I just think that it's such a piece of pop culture now it's like anything yeah. it's like it's like um Marilyn Monroe and Kirk O'Bain and and Tupac where now they've become now we don't know them as people they're they're like larger a, than life larger Large. than life and they're and they're symbols of something yeah. mm-hmm. right it's like now you have a tupac shirt but you never really. I don't know how to explain it. You know, they, they have... They become more than people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They become like an actual... Just like a, a larger-than-life figure. It's, yeah. it's pretty crazy, cool. but... um, So, after, after they... Um, after Watson, he shot Steve, they all made their way up to the house. That's when Tex Watson cut through the screen of a window and then ordered linda kasabian to go stand lookout uh watson atkins and krenwinkel trisha krenwinkel patricia krenwinkel sorry they climbed into the house so watson atkins and krenwinkel i believe yeah all went into the living room and they woke up um who was uh that's his last name i believe what's his first name uh If we're getting these names wrong, I really do apologize, guys. Uh, Wojciech Farkowski. um, They woke him up. Watson then kicked him in the head. And this is where we get the famous line that Watson says to him, I am the devil and I'm here to do the devil's business. Again, we talked about uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood before Alien Month. And this is where that famous line comes from. Then they warned him that they would kill him if he screamed for help. So at this point, Patricia Krenwinkel forget forgot her knife in the car. So she went back down to Kasabian and grabbed her knife. Okay. So this is all going on yeah. while he... This is all happening where he threatens that he's going to kill him if he screams. Yeah. Then Susan Atkins along with what's going on, is now searching the house for all the other people. Yeah. This is where she finds Abigail Folger, whose family created Folger's coffee.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Abigail Folger waved at her. She didn't know. Like, oh. At this time, it was. I, I think they were saying that it was uh, because friends always were dropping by. It was she kind of an open-door like, policy. Yeah. So Abigail Folger just thought it was a friend who came over. So she waved. Yeah. Susan waved back. And then this is where Atkins spotted J.C. Ring and Sharon Tate talking in the main bedroom and in the master. She then returned back to Tex Watson and proceeded to tell him the people that were still in the house and where they were. Then Atkins and Krenwinkel proceeded to bring everybody into the living room. And that's where the the murders started. Uh, this is gonna get pretty dark, pretty, uh, pretty disgusting. So, if,
2: viewer discretion is advised.
1: Yes. Yeah,
2: so Honestly, yeah. right.
1: Just uh, if you guys just putting, you know, a. I just want to put out something just to let you know that if you do get triggered by this stuff, please click off and and tune into another video. Or if you have uh, young listeners with you, um, this could be very very um,
2: scarring, shocking,
1: terrifying subject matter. So um, just to let you guys know before we keep moving on. So they all got into the living room. Tex Tex Watson then put the rope around Jay's neck and threw it over the ceiling beam and then tied it around Sharon's neck. Um, So... At this, at this point, Sharon Tate was pregnant with a baby. Yeah. And
2: was she like nine months pregnant, too, or something like Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so what had happened was uh, Jay Sebring and her were together before, and then she went out to film a movie with Roman Polanski, and they got together. Yeah. Uh, but Jay Sebring was always a really close friend with Sharon. So, um... It ended up when, when this was happening, Jay Sebring actually spoke up about the treatment of Sharon and and told him that she was pregnant. Um, and uh, because of that text, then proceeded to shoot Jay Sebring in the stomach. And then Watson pretty much then kind of held them up. He told them that he wanted all their cash to hand it over and all he got was $28 from from Abigail Folger that's the money Wow. then Tech stabbed Jay multiple times until he was dead uh, it, uh like th- in the the so he, he stabbed him until he was dead but in the commotion of all of this Frakowski actually broke free
2: yeah.
1: but Atkins grabbed him and repeatedly stabbed him in the legs which made him not be Whoa. able to run away Fukoski actually got out the door, but then Tex followed and stabbed him until he was dead. Wow. And again, if you guys are interested in seeing a lot of the places that we're talking about, there's a ton of YouTube videos on YouTube, especially after Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. because it became a huge like interest point yeah. for people, because it, it had now resurfaced again. Not that it went down anywhere. but just a new gen- generation learning about yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I guess... So, now Linda Kasabian is still down in the driveway. And she is hearing Frokowski's screams from the driveway that she's waiting to look out. So, Kasabian was actually terrified and disgusted. And she ran up and tried to tell them that there were people coming. And to tell them to stop because yeah. she didn't want to do this anymore. And during this time, Abigail made a break for it, but Krenwinkel chased her and stabbed her, too. Watson ordered... Then Watson ordered Krenwinkel to look in the guest house while he made sure Abigail was dead. Uh, Krenwinkel, not wanting to kill anybody, as before, she walked over to the guest house, waited a second, came back and said nobody was there. Yeah. So Watson then went back to the living room. And this is... This is where we get into um, Sharon Tate's uh, murder. Murder, yeah. Uh, this is where um, Sharon then went on to beg uh, Watson to save her unborn child. Yep. Uh, but Atkins and and Watson were high on meth, and they didn't care. Uh, Atkins then stabbed Tate sixteen times. Adkins, uh, she was told to uh, to make this this crime scene, witchy, as we said before, by Manson, and this is where uh, Adkins takes the towel and uses Frokowski's hand to write "pig" on the front door in blood.
0: I don't know if you got this in your nose, but wasn't Adkins also thinking about cutting open uh, Sharon Tate, taking the baby as a tribute to Manson, saying, "This is your new child." Yeah, because the baby would have survived if they cut it out. The it, the kid would have been fine. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. That's. Yeah.
1: <whistles> Fuck. It, it's it's unbelievable listening to the. Uh, it's so messed. Cool.
0: Because even if they cut the baby out and left it there in the body, with the bodies of everyone else, the baby would still be fine. How, though? No. Because it had developed enough I guess, that just oh, I guess. by myself, it would be... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: One day the baby would be fine. baby would still be... I don't know. They're all high on meth. They'd probably just kill the baby.
0: Yeah.
2: From crazy fucking people. All right, so, so we were aware now? Watching
1: so after, after they had River. written the, on the front door yeah. in blood... Watson, Atkins, Krenwinkel, and Kasabian all met and they left and they threw their clothes off the hill and they decided that they were going to go to a house and this guy, this guy's name was Rudolph Weber and they they went and they tried to wash off in the yard and he found them and they took off. He was the guy who noted the license plate so he found, he got their license plate as they were, they're leaving. Now, when they got back to Spawn Ranch, Manson was pissed. They had no money, and they didn't create a big enough crime scene. He mm. thought it wasn't enough. So then, Manson went on to drive back to the house himself, and he wiped off all the finger ma- fingerprints and staged it to what he wanted. So he went back to the crime scene and, and you know... I didn't put know everything, Yeah. So he put an American flag on the couch next to Sharon's body and he went on to do a couple more things but um i mean like we said in in the past episode this went on to terrify the hollywood community to the point where some of these celebrities actually left their their homes and and moved to other places during this time because it was just such a a shock
2: yeah it's never heard of this right because it it was almost like i said the thing before this it was very much people slept with their doors unlocked it was very much
0: safe right they didn't worry yeah trust Geneva. Yeah. Picked up hitchhikers along the
1: road. It was it, like Hollywood was very simple. Simple and innocent in that time until the this the this particular moment I believe again I'll say it again is the is the turning moment for Hollywood and I believe that's why uh, Quentin Tarantino chose this to be the the turning point for movies in in Hollywood in general yeah. the the town of LA. Yeah. It really changed And um, this is when he wanted to go and find another victim because he wanted to kind of, they didn't, he wanted to go create another murder. That was essentially what it was. Because it wasn't enough. Yeah, it wasn't enough to create his his helter-skelter idea. So they went on to go kill the LaBiancas.
0: But before you get to the love anchors, it, it, do people still do tours up and down the Tate house on like the night of the murder and stuff like that
1: Yes. Yeah, so the the documentary that we watched he actually runs a tour company uh, okay. it's called I, I believe it's called dearly departed tours and he kind of takes you on a lot of these tours of like yeah uh, <sighs> the woman from poltergeist who passed away just kind of the the odd um yeah. the odd uh, sad stories of of LA and teaches you you know about the history of that kind of stuff yeah it's i i think next time i go i i do want to go uh, check it out just because of the just to hear the history
0: yeah. would you go to the tate house the anniversary of or do you think that's too close to
1: i don't know i don't know like for me i here's the thing i want to like with this stuff i i want to be as respectful as possible Mm. and it's so hard with this stuff because even talking about it it's just been in pop culture and you've heard it so much that it's it's like it's so hard i find when 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 you listen to this and and talking about this i I find that people have a tough time actually grasping it these were real people mm. like especially from the the generations who didn't who yeah. didn't watch Sharon Tate in yeah. movies or you know who who didn't actually know a lot of these these people in their professions it's i think it's hard for a lot of people to grasp that these are actual people Ooh. and and not just um a part of the story, if mm. that makes sense. Trying to be yeah. respectful, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I know mean because I mean again, we're we're getting into you know Kurt Cobain and, and Marilyn Monroe territory and mm. stuff like that, where now they're known for that story, yeah, or the the symbol of them, and not um, that's kind of what they're known for. The
0: know for the end, not the life they lived.
1: Absolutely, yeah, but. It's, uh... It's horrible. So now on to, um... Night what is it two, known right? Yeah, night two. And it that was the, the La next La night, murders. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah the LaBianca murders. Uh, this is where... I think a lot of the, um... When this story came out, a lot of the, um... The, the... Uh, part that made this very scary was that it could happen to anybody. I mean, the LaBianca's house... Charles Manson actually partied a few times uh, at the house that uh, was, I think, in front of them or behind that house. I believe it was in front. He had partied with the family at the house that was in front of them. And he chose the LaBianca's house so that it couldn't be traced back to the family. That was his mentality going wow. into this. Oh. This, was,
2: this was a random house.
1: Yeah, so this was August 10th, early morning. Charlie and Tex went to the back door, and they tied up Mr. and Mrs. LaBianca. Um, he promised them that they, it would be okay, uh, that they would be okay. Uh, he let, So Manson left without leaving any fingerprints.
0: Oh, so he actually went to this one.
1: He went to this one. He tied them up and then left, and then had the girls come in and kill them. Wow. So they took Rosemary to the bedroom and Lino stayed in the front room. Lino was stabbed 13 times and he had the word war carved into him. Ooh. Uh, And then he was stabbed seven times with a fork. Tex Watson then came into the bedroom after killing Lino and hearing all the commotion. And he and Krenwinkel, while uh, Van Houten held her down which this is a, a, a new person in the mix. Uh, what's her name? Hold on one sec, boys. Oh, what was her name? Was it? Leslie Van Houten. So now we have we have Patricia Kremwinkle, yep. Tex Watson, Charles Manson came, tied them up, and then left. Okay. And Leslie Van Houten was also there. So Tex came into the bedroom after killing Leno. And hearing the commotion that was going on in the bedroom, Krenwinkel and Leslie Van Hilton held down Rosemary. And then Van Houten stabbed Rosemary 16 times. Then she was stabbed a couple more times. And at the end, Rosemary was counted to have been stabbed 48 times by the killers. Ooh. This is where this gets... This gets if it was it, if it wasn't bad with the murders.
2: With the murders, it gets really bad here, right?
1: And this is also where um, racism gets taken into the story. So they had stabbed Rosemary forty-eight times. The killers then proceeded to take a shower in the house, and they went into the fridge, and they started eating watermelon, yeah. right. and they left the rinds in the th- in the sink. Because they thought that it would make it look like black people did the murders. How stupid can
0: they be? It's. Like, I know, I know it's like the horrific incident and that, but. Surely they would be wise enough to know that police wouldn't think, oh, right, of course. I mean, it is America. Right. And
2: the, the 60s again? The right? 69. 69. Right? So it's just like, part of it's like, yeah, you think, you know, it can't be that stupid at the same time
1: the time the period. time
2: period was just so much you probably that during those they were Probably they probably saw them and like yeah this sums up one that one cop oh yeah that makes sense and then let's go after because it was the black Panthers they tried going after or they tried um, framing right
1: yeah that was the idea of helter skelter was trying to to be a race war right you know, yeah and kind of pinning I mean, on the Black Panthers which is like looking into this story it's horrible I mean like I said before the murders are horrible. And then you add the the racist um, tones on yep. top of it, and it's just this is absolutely disgusting. Oh, uh, well, for sure. It's. I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, I really want to watch the, the the footing here of where we stand. I don't want it. I don't want it to come off like it's um, that we're being disrespectful in any way. Uh this. Uh, after the 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 whole uh, eating watermelon situation, they went on to write helter skelter on the fridge. It was uh, actually misspelt. And they proceeded to leave the house. It's. Um
2: I'm sorry, let's switch off here. This, this was during the day time? Night. Night time. Oh, okay. Oh, so they went there during the day? Yeah. Him, Charles and Tex tied them up and then they came back in the night mm-hmm. to uh, finish the... Yeah. Or the, was, that, was that when um it was Ken Winkle and Van Hooten right? Who came later?
1: hmm So what happened was Tex and Charlie went in. Yeah. They got the girls Are sorry... Charlie and Tax went in, they got the La Biancas, Tied them up. Tied them up in, in the living room. Then Charlie.
2: Cleaned the little fingerprints and left.
1: No, he. so what he did, oh. he came in. Yep. And then
0: demanded the girls to kill him.
2: Oh, okay,
0: okay, okay. So was there. Again, I have no idea and this is anything to do with it. Did Manson have a fetish side or fetishized idea of women killing? Because it seems like that's uh, who he sends out mainly.
1: I see. I don't know. Like,
0: I, I mean, uh,
1: when you look into Manson's history, he has a lot of of torment with um, his mom leaving constantly, yeah, mom stuff constantly like that. Being
2: arrested when he was four, I think.
1: Yeah, and right in front of him and yeah. stuff. Like, I, I think for for him, there's a lot of stuff in his past where maybe that could be something. Mm. I don't know for sure. Um, that could be something. I, I don't know. Mm. I might have to do some research into that because it, it'd be interesting to, to see what what led him to make some of these.
0: Because he mainly targets women to be his groupies, essentially, in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's...
2: Maybe it's because, I don't know, like if it's... Maybe he... Like maybe I thought I know there was some they said I thought but maybe it's because um because I know there's like a documentary I was watching I, I know they were saying that he targets you know younger maybe like not weaker minded but more of not broken but like cracked people okay so maybe so maybe he just find, he finds it easier for, for with women to because also they said he had a charm again I think they always say like he has he had some type of charm where he, people were just attracted. Like, not attractive, but there were um,
0: he drew people to
2: him. Yeah, he drew right. So maybe, so maybe he's used that, and then you know, women's it was easier for women to, to follow, right, and then for him to say, hey, do this, and then they're like, oh, okay.
0: You know, I guess with spending time in jail, talking to other pimps and that, saying, how do you, right? Yeah, he was a he was a master
1: manipulator. I mean, this is gonna this is gonna come into effect with our month on 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 cult leaders and stuff, yeah. where they target people who um who are they find. Easy, manipulative, yeah. and and easy to control. Yeah. So they'll they'll find people who are uh, down on their luck, right. maybe yeah. out of money,
2: homeless. Yeah, and give them really sweet stuff, and then when they come coming back. It's like okay, no problem, you can have it, but you gotta do this.
1: And especially with Manson, where he would he would uh, give drugs and stuff. He'd give you drugs, but he wouldn't take them. So yeah. he'd dose all of us on LSD yeah. and then go reenact the the crucifixion. Yeah, and we're you're on LSD, watching this, and, and you just think, sober,
2: yeah, and you just think, "Oh my God, this guy's this guy's Jesus or this guy's God yeah. or whatever." Right? That's yeah. how he got
1: them. So not only is it manipulation techniques, it's also brainwashing. Brainwashing. Yep. It's it's typical brainwashing. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, there's talks of, of Charles Manson being a part of uh, MK Ultra, which will probably do a. a a podcast on here in the future but i mean that's that's the type of stuff that we're talking about i mean using manufactured drugs to become a truth serum and brainwash people into telling the truth but in this instance yeah it's actually used to create a new belief system which is totally insane it's kind of it, it's not kind of it is terrifying hmm. this is uh this is also the moment when now, I believe it was Tex Watson and the two girls were sitting outside of the La Bianca's house and they were drinking chocolate milk. I think it was, they were waiting for Charlie to pick them up.
2: Just fucked. It's just. Can, you know what, how. How people can see that fucking evil and that fucking just. Not. Carrying and even when they, um... I you know I'm probably, I'm probably, we probably covered this last episode, but when uh, they got arrested, right, they were, they were fucking were, you know, all chippy and cheery and singing his song and mm. at least the women were. I don't know about uh, Tex or the other. I thought it was was there another guy, right? I thought or some, but anyway. So, but there, there
1: was another attempted like, murder on August 10th. August 10th. Him and uh, him and a couple fathers uh, followers. We went to, uh, I believe his name is Savin Nadir. He was an, a, uh, a ride, uh, an actor. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was reading this and it says she got a ride from an actor. So it's a ride. But, um, <clears throat> Savin Nadir, uh, ended up picking up, uh, Sandra Gooden and, uh, Linda Kasabian, uh, on August 10th. They, uh, they proceeded to go back to nadir's uh, apartment and linda kasabian ended up sleeping with nadir um then manson and a couple followers would come to nadir's house and they attempted to kill him linda kasabian felt guilty so she told them the wrong apartment number on purpose to spare nadir's life and they didn't wind up killing anybody wow um Susan Atkins was pissed off so she decided to squat down and take a huge shit on the stairs. It's fucking gross. And then they all went to Denny's to get milkshakes. I mean, there's a ton of... As per anything in California, there is a lot of um, lore around these murders. There's stories of... I mean... I think there's one where... Um, Shit! uh, uh, Jack Nicholson and the head of something went out to clean up the murders or something Mm -hmm.
0: I believe I don't know for sure because that was before that was before Polanski was flying and they didn't want Polanski to see anything
2: yeah oh they would go to clean the house yeah mm oh
0: wow but then like I think we said this last week before the stories you kind of have to take it
2: a bit of grain of salt. with a
0: little bit of grain of salt because everyone in Hollywood wanted to somehow be a part of this. That's when you start
1: hearing a lot of these stories where I was with Charlie Manson, blah, 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 right. blah, 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 I, I was supposed
0: up. to be at the party at the Tate's house, but it was too hot. Huh? Well, there was no party, so.
1: Yeah, that stuff. Yeah. Like where it's like, that's when you really start to see some of the, some of the stuff there and it looks... Uh,
0: the, the only one person who was supposed to be there that night was uh, their producer f- friend, Polanski's producer friend, because so he said he would check in every night to make sure that Sharon Tate's okay, and this was the one night he didn't check.
2: Wow. Yeah. Like, how like, oh, How bad do you feel to the one night you say, you know what, no, she's fine, no. or, like, I can't make it, Yeah, she's good, and then that's the night she fucking dies.
0: And I, th- I think that was the same guy who went to clean it up as well. Yeah, with, um... Nicholson Jack Nicholson Wow
1: yeah. So It was the head of Paramount Studios really? And Jack Nicholson Wow They cleaned up before Robin came home from London That'd be so fucked yeah. And actually Polanski actually went to Paramount Studios And he lived there for a while mm. um, Rosemary LaBianca Was worth more than Abigail Folger at the time She had more money Oh, wow. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people say that, uh, they, uh, LaBianca's daughter, Susan LaBianca, she was living with her boyfriend, Joe Dorian, and some people believe that he was a family member. That's, that's another story, conspiracy connection that people, people believe. Again, if you watch the documentary that, uh, I believe you watched a different one with the one yeah. that Oliver and I watched. You you actually hear him talk about this this story about how people believe that Joe Dorian is somebody who is connected to the to the family. And um, Susan LaBianca actually testified to get Tex Watson released. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of the a lot of the, the parts of the, of the story where people start to question what, what's actually going on. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't... Uh, these are just stories that we hear. We're not passing them off as fact, anything like that. Uh, please go research and, and listen to these stories and don't form an opinion from secondhand.
0: Yeah. But it, it's also safe to mention that this isn't just a small family. This family had like a, about a 100 members, I think mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. I think at the at the prime, probably. Yeah. Yeah.
2: hmm
0: So who knows what one person was doing with another person outside of the exactly. Area. I mean
1: just to just to sum up the the murders, Ytek Folkowski was stabbed fifty two times, Abigail was stabbed twenty one times, and Sharon was stabbed sixteen times. That's fucked. So the belief is is they made a full recreation for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood of the yellow Ford they were driving, Mm. and they ended up, they think, stopping at the gas station that is famously known as where James Dean stopped Mm. and filled up for the last time. He filled up the little bastard, his his Porsche, Spider, before his fatal crash in 1955. Mm. That's kind of the... As it goes, the story. Mm-hmm. And then again, with the with the tape murders, the maid then found the bodies in the morning. It's, uh... It's
2: terrible. I just don't understand how, like, no... I don't think again, we talked about this, but how like, nobody heard nothing.
0: I think it's just because it's so... abnormal at that point... Well you hear that going, especially in Hollywood, you're like it's probably just someone filming. Because yeah, you just hear it from a distance. True,
2: but like the gunshots, and like then like, and then like, it's just like I I, I can see where yeah. you're coming from, but it's just it's just fuck thinking. It's just like gun, you know, four four gunshots, and then you hear. Uh, so what I would imagine they would have been screaming, being oh, yeah. stabbed and stuff, and yelling for help, and it just. Again, like yeah, you know, filming is Hollywood, you know. Oh yeah, and then know if people know, oh, that's where Roman Polanski is, and you know, Rosemary's Baby, all yada yada. Older way filming, and others. So, yeah, I, I, I see where that is, but it's it's just like you would think, like yeah. just one person would be curious, like I, like don't see a crew, I don't see anything, like what. But again, I guess it's the sixties; it's a different time.
1: That's the thing that I uh, I I was questioning too, and, and sitting here listening to what you were saying, I was like, yeah. And then I I was like thinking about it, I'm like, shit. We're looking at it at a time where it's a it is a drastically different time right oh, for now sure. than what where we were in nineteen sixty nine. Oh. I mean, the this. Uh, I don't even know, man. When you put a 2021 perspective on this, it's...
2: You, you, almost, you almost can't. You can't. You can't at all, right? Because really,
1: it's such a different time. Yeah. It's such a different era where it's like... You, I mean, you don't have to run to a phone. No. You, don't, you have one right here. Uh, I mean, you know, all this stuff where nowadays it's somebody's got a camera. Everybody's got a camera. Oh my gosh, what's that? It's on... This is the... Yeah. This is... In 2021, what we were just talking about would be on TikTok. Yep. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? It'd be circulating around TikTok. TikTok, What's that sound that we heard that night? You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the world that we're living in now compared to 1969. I mean... True. But again, I don't know what was... I know that there were... there they were kind of not partying but they were just chilling out but gunshots and stuff the other people around it was said that the canyon was very it, it could, you could hear it awesome. it was an echo chamber sure. I mean I believe that there was like a I believe that there was like a boy, boy scout or girl yeah, scout they were camping out that night and they could yeah.
0: hear it yeah I don't know man
1: it's something that I think we're so uh, us as 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 a whole we're so disconnected from the actuality of that era Mm -hmm. and i think it's for everybody i mean you know you scroll through tiktok or pinterest or even now on apple music and spotify Mm -hmm. and you see everybody you know romanticizing this this time of the 60s and the 50s but we we are so far from from where that was yeah and and for the good and the bad Mm -hmm. we're so far from that time period where a lot of people who who um you know, we're, were um you know treated very 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 poorly. Yeah. Are now we've changed from that. Not saying that you know it's
2: it's, it's not it's not it's, saying it's, it's perfect, but yeah, it, 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 the it's it, it, it's changed. It's it's better, but it's not. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's still needs it still very needs a lot more. A lot more work, but it's at least the work is slowly and slowly people are noticing yeah excluding done exactly you're noticing but it's just i think it's just either a people are scared to stand up maybe being for whatever reason because they don't make maybe they feel their voices don't matter or their actions don't matter or this and that but yeah definitely from like from like i said 2021 to the 60s it's different completely different ball game because yeah like if if this is 2021, there'd be a g- bunch of people being like, you know, cameras out, Unfortunately, not calling 911. Be like, oh, let me get right. this, let me get that, which also You're is the get death. Get the most hits, right? Because it's this has ruined also us. Yeah, exactly. We be the most hits on TikTok or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, all that shit. And it's like, well, call 911. fucking right. one, and then and sure, then if you, if you want to do it, then do it, or video and call 911, and say, hey, there is a, a, there's something happening, or be a fucking dude and try to. You know, like, it's much easier said than done, I know, but just, like, try and stop it. Yeah. Try it, you know, it, fucking, you might, probably would die, but you try being a hero, and I you don't know say, don't be a hero, but fucking don't be a hero. If you see, if you hear your neighbor fucking screaming for help, fucking go.
1: Check it out. I, I can't, I can't, uh... It's so like anything that time time makes it sound more like a story than an actual moment in time. I think. Mm-hmm. And now we're so we're it's such a long time since this uh, incident that it's that it's creating a a a um disconnect from the actual story of it. Yeah. And it's just become a you know what I mean. Yeah. Unfortunately, and so this
2: is kind of like a like a I guess like a um. Scary story I tell during a campfire, right? Where it's not, yeah. where it's like, it's, oh, it's just a story. It's like, no, it's, a, well, yeah, but it's a truthful story. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's, 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 uh, it's fiction, fictional, right? Or not, non fiction is real, right? Or it's fiction. Non fiction is right? real. It's a non fiction story, right? And, cause I guarantee you, I probably know people, I know, I know, I know people who don't know any of this, and if I were to tell them, like, oh, that didn't happen, there's no way. It's like,
1: mm,
2: hey, man, if you, it's good on you for thinking the world is sunshine and rainbows, but look at that.
1: Now there's a lot of people who know this, but they don't know the actual story because right. they just watch Once Upon a Time in right. Hollywood.
2: And they probably yeah, they probably just think like, oh yeah, okay. They either they didn't die or oh oh or maybe this got shot and that's it. It's like no no no, they got one guy got shot four times, which
1: is two because two. J. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah 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 yeah, and then uh, but most but it was mostly stab wounds. Mm-hmm. That's and uh, they felt unfortunately probably either all or majority of those stab wounds. And it's just
0: because you can also find the um, it's fucking disgusting autopsy reports online as well. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Where it also tells you what the cause of death was. Oh really? Yeah. And they go through all, so you can read which stab would have been the fatal one. Wow, it's it's
1: freaking terrifying. I mean, if you guys if you guys are interested to dive a bit more into this story, not only this but the the darker side of Hollywood stories, go check out uh, the guy that runs dearly departed he does a podcast too dearly departed podcast if you're interested in a lot of these old hollywood stories i mean they step back all the way to the 1920s oh wow uh, like there uh, for every good story that happens in that town there's there's so much i mean uh, it's i mean there's stories upon stories in that town the the amount of
0: women that died of stomach ulcers
1: it's amazing. I uh, I don't want to sidetrack it, but I t- I took a trip out there. These guys know I talk about it all the time, but Can I took a trip out been there. Up no, 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 no. Actually, uh, I'm just lying. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Uh, I took a trip out there probably around the my senior year in high school. I, I believe. Yeah, senior year of high school, and um, I ended up like. Going to Paramount and getting a tour around there and like going through the, the Hollywood Forever Cemetery yeah. and the amount of, of people who died of stomach ulcers and heart attacks and all this stuff is, is unbelievable. When really it was, you know, botched abortions and people getting angry and shooting people, it, it, the, the, the city does have a very, very dark um, I don't history along with every you know every story about people's dreams coming true there's always the people's darker side coming true. And, yeah. and that's that's one thing that that uh, I've heard a lot about that town is it's a town where dreams come true but it's also a town where people's dreams don't yeah. come true yeah. and and a lot of uh dark things happen there's a lot of dark stuff under the surface of that town yeah. but uh, that's the type of stuff that's always interested me I know but um, yeah yeah
0: that's,
2: one. that's
0: good eh? yeah hello there yeah I can see him yeah this has been Cats with Tim Hats thank you for tuning in we'll continue this month with Cult Month this has been Oliver Wyatt and Tucker see you next time